Welcome back to Bias Aside. It's a little sooner than uh, usual. We uh, we had to do an emergency episode. The trade deadline was today, and we didn't want to leave y'all starving for a whole week. Um, we knew we had to talk about some stuff. Y'all were, y'all been hitting us up all day, and so, hey man, y'all get what y'all ask for. We do it for the people. My name is Nige, and as always, we got Jeff and JD here, and uh, I think we know what we're gonna start off talking about, talking about. What would that be? K. Dizzle. Yeah, man. Last night after I finished editing the episode, it was around 1 a.m. and I see my phone just light up. And I was like, what could be happening at 1 a.m. on Twitter? <laughs> and next thing you know, I read the notification, KD to the Suns. And I was like, wow, right as soon as we finish uh, recording the podcast, the biggest trade of the year happens. Um, yeah. But what do you guys think about it? I have not been able to sleep. <laughs> I I honestly I at one o'clock I think you texted me I went straight to Twitter I was reading it I didn't go to sleep till like two thirty just trying to comprehend the fact that Kevin Durant again gets superstar teammates Hall of Fame teammates gets himself out of the Brooklyn Nets situation he again walks into a tailor made situation to win a championship I'm disgusted but I'm also more disgusted at the Nets I don't like the trade at all yes you got a haul back. Yes, I like Malik. Yes, I like Cam. But those draft picks may not mean anything, especially if the Suns continue to have Devin Booker on the roster. They'll never be great draft picks. So the Nets, horrible franchise as far as I'm concerned. And I believe that most people agree with me. And again, I'm just not – I'm very upset with – like Kevin Durant again walks into a tailor-made situation. So, and it's just – it's not fun, man. I have, I have two yeah. things. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, um, I was just going to say – Something the first thing I thought was like this KD doc is gonna be amazing. Like it's just gonna <laughs> KD's gonna have one of the most controversial NBA careers of all time. And I think it I think the doc is gonna is gonna go crazy. But um yeah, no, I was pissed. I was hot. I uh I just kept screaming no, 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 no. And then that was like right when my wife got back from the gym. And um yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure she thought like something really serious had happened and, and it had so uh you're you know, right i i think that i think that's wild i think that is really wild so i um also i feel bad for the nets fans too no nobody feels bad no, for nobody nets. I, feel, no. I, I do i, think I you're do the feel, only one. i feel bad i'm the no. only person i'm the only person because it's like your season just ended in a matter of hours no that that's what wild. they get you should never that be a nets wild. fan <laughs> never be a nets fan the nets should move back to jersey <laughs> so i i, I have wild. i have two things regarding the trade so first um they traded kd to the suns what i was reading was that because when he requested the trade in the summertime um obviously there was issues there he ended up recommitting the team promised him especially being aware of how Kyrie is they promised him if you recommit and you lock in with the team if things go south we'll take care of you and KD was committed, and he was like, all right, let's go. I'm riding with Kyrie. I'm riding with Ben. Let's let's do it. And it exploded, so they took care of him. So that's how he ended up with the Suns. What I don't understand is why you're upset that he has two Hall of Fame teammates. I'm just mad that he again walks into a tailor-made situation. That's what I really mean. It's tailor-made. So he walked into the Warriors. It's not tailor-made. I mean, Bro, they didn't even give up Aiton. They, they they have to, I mean they they have a lot to prove still in my book. Yeah, but who's Chris Paul the is Chris Paul's washed. 
The only thing they have for right now, I don't think I don't think Chris Paul's washed. I do think know, he's be, offensively. Be, be careful he now. No, I think no. And he I'm, doesn't have I'm to number one be Chris off- Paul stand. But, but I'm just saying he doesn't have to be great offensively no, I, anymore. I understand that. I, that's what I do like about the trade is that it, it allows him to do what he does best, which is play make. So he doesn't have to score. And I think that's why the Suns were kind of struggling because they were looking at Chris Paul to be the second scoring option. He just can't be that anymore. But he's still, you know, top tier playmaker in the league of all time. So that doesn't Easy. change. Um, but I don't think it's Taylor May. They still have a lot to prove. Um, I think a lot of their success will be dependent on their health. CP3, KD, and Devin Booker are not known to be the healthiest of players. So I'm not saying I want them to get hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's it's just something to think about. Um, I think the That's real e- point. I think the real X factor is DeAndre Ayton and how far they go. But that's what I'm saying. He di- they didn't even get DeAndre Ayton. So now they basically have four really really good players. I would say two great players, two good players. Like the Ayton and CP3. Nobody is matching this roster right now. I think the Denver Nuggets. A lot of people still have Denver as uh, the leader. And as the favorite right now, but think about it: as players get bought out, how many players are going to uh, want to go to Phoenix now on a minimum deal, veterans, and fill out the rest of the Suns roster? I'm glad you brought that up because um, I do think they're not particularly deep right now. The only issue I have, and I saw someone mention this online, is when has a buyout person ever helped someone win a championship? Because most of the time, these people are getting bought out because they don't, nobody really wants them, you know? So it's like you're just picking up scraps at that point. So I don't know if they're like banking on buyout candidates. I don't think that's a good place to be. But I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I have to see it on the court. Um, I just don't think it's tailor-made necessarily. I still think they have a lot to prove. I think DeAndre Aiden can go crazy in this offense now. Like he can really just eat. He can really just eat out there now. So I mean, I mean, we'll see. I mean, y'all, y'all already said that. Like you think that he's like the X factor. Um, but I think I think, a- I think Aiden has a little bit of AD in him. Where if he's just like one day you're like, man, this guy's one of the best bigs in the league, and then the next you're just like, what are you doing? You know, like are you? Do you even want to play? Um, but if he can be DeAndre Aiden, the DeAndre Aiden we know every night then the Suns will really be dangerous. thousand percent. So I'm looking at just – and when we talk about buyout players, I hope everyone understands that we're not talking about great, like, superstar players, obviously. We're talking about, you know, players that can boost to your bench. Uh, if you think about in 2012, Boris Diaw, he jumps to the San Antonio Spurs, and he, in the middle of the season, helped them reach the finals. Marquise Morris, 2020, goes to the Lakers, played an important role in getting him a championship. Derek Fisher, 2012, helps <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. Wait, what? What's funny? The Laker. The Laker. <laughs> those are all those. All those players you are mentioning are players that were like those teams would have been could have won with or without them. We can't say that because they did. They they won with them, and they got to the point with them, and they played important roles. So that's what we're saying, though, Jeff. Any player that comes on now is gonna. It's not like they're the reason you win a championship as far as the main core piece, but you can easily be a good addition to a team to boost or a bench. It's happened several times over the years. I, I understand that, but they're winning a championship because of those four guys. It doesn't matter who they bring in. So what I'm saying is. 
if they're looking at their team and they're like, we need Danny Green, who's probably going to be a, a, a bio candidate. We need him to help us win a championship. Then you're not in good it's shape. It's not about you need him, but they hope fill the roster out. If your problem is roster and you're saying they, they're not, they don't have enough depth. Okay. Well, these players, I, it's easy. Think about the Lakers. One of the Lakers problems before they made this trade is they filled out their roster with minimum contract players that really had no contribution on the court. So, but if I can get Danny Green and Danny Green's still in shape and he can still shoot from 40% from three and he's my buyout, that's a big help compared to who they may have on the bench. That's a, it's a help. It's not saying that that's the reason they won a chip. I don't know. I just, sure. <laughs> but sure. I mean, you we'll can see. say the we'll same see. thing for trades. <clears throat> How many midseason trades? Have really cost championship. Very few. Very few. The reason it was the championship. But a lot of trades have helped teams get to out because one little piece has helped them get over the top. It's not the reason, but it's a reason. Yeah, I know. I, w- yeah, but I feel like you can do that with a trade. With a buyout guy, I feel like it's just the the difference that they make isn't usually that much of a difference to me. Because right, well, usually if you're, if you're making a trade, you're giving up something of value to get something back. So you need them to be to play a significant role. Whereas with a buyout guy, you're just kind of hoping that they give you something because there's a reason why they're not on a team. JD, last last comments on this uh, on this topic. Last comments. Um, Kevin Durant, when he wins a championship in Phoenix, um, it will be said <laughs> On his documentary that he could not win without going to perfect situations. He he never could lead a team to a championship, and he won't do it this time. They, they'll win, but just remember, he jumped on there. Wait, so team. who'll be leading them? Who'll be who'll be leading? He'll them be the best player, but he. What I'm sorry, I'm, what I'm really trying to say is, he jumped into a situation that was already tailor made again. That's all I'm saying. He went to a no, team but that was, but he made it tailor made. Now the Warriors is that's the only instance where it was tailor made. You right? don't think this is you don't the think Warriors were going to be good with or without KD. The okay now okay. that he now he's okay. in, that he's in Phoenix now it is tailor made because he's there. Phoenix was just like another contender, like hopefully. Maybe not as much this season because they've been struggling. But we but don't know because they, Devin Booker's been out for like thirty games. No, I, I understand that, but I feel like people. I feel like they kind of fell down on the on the, you know, can these guys really win it? List, but why? But know? why? It wasn't because they were not playing well. It's because they dealt with injuries. Now you have a crazy. And also good because point. Chris Paul is a Hall of Fame choker, and that's one of my favorite <laughs> point guards ever. But it's just, it is what it is. You right, know, so Jeff, 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 last last comments on this topic too. Um, I have to I have to see it in person. Um, I think they're going to be a really good team. Uh, Chris Paul's excellent point guard. KD can play with anybody. Booker can play with anybody. Uh, they'll figure it out. I don't know if they're the favorite, but they should be out of the. They should be in the five or six teams that are legitimate. They can win this. That's how mm-hmm. I feel. As Y'all know this is the Lakers weekly uh podcast. <laughs> so we have to get into the Lakers, into the Lakers trade. Uh we talked about D'Lo uh on yesterday's episode, but we can get into uh one of our favorite rap songs slash uh NBA players. <laughs> <laughs> how do y'all how do y'all feel about the Lakers trade? Mo Bamba going to LA. I know uh, Lakers fans are convincing themselves that this is like a, a big deal. 
Um, <laughs> Mo Bamba's he's it's not that he's bad. It's just I mean, he's Mo Bamba. I mean, Lakers are gonna do what they fans are. Lakers fans are gonna do what they always do. They're gonna get excited about a player, and then when he starts to disappoint them and play like he's always played, they're gonna start to hate him and turn on him. So mm-hmm. Mo Bamba, I hope you're ready for. You were in Orlando where no one really cared. Now you're in LA, and they're gonna they're gonna uh, blow up your Twitter mentions after every game if you don't like drop twenty and ten every game. So Mo Bamba fun. just posted a picture. He's already at the U-Haul stop stop, like packing his stuff <laughs> from Orlando. <laughs> I'm not playing. He literally just posted like at the U-Haul stop or the U-Haul uh, trucking place. But anyway. Um, I don't care about that trade at all. That does nothing for me. Um, that I I think it will have its benefits, but it doesn't move a needle. I think actually Thomas Bryant, he requested the trade yesterday. It's okay they got rid of him because they were not going to be able to retain him in the summertime anyway. But they got Vanderbilt from Utah. If you really look at Vanderbilt, He's actually the bigger piece. Those three players they got in the first trade are are much more important than anything Mobama's bringing to the team. But I'm sure he'll have his you know his part. And you are you are correct, Jeff. Laker fans will turn on him. I, I think the other the other four players they've gained, including Rui, uh, will be much more beneficial to them. Yeah, I also um, I I'm not like I'm just like you. I'm not very interested in this trade. I'm interested to in it more from a comedic standpoint because it is funny that pat was super like invested in the lakers and was dead set on taking them to the playoffs and now he gets to play in orlando with uh all the young boys so have fun enjoy the sun no income oh no pat's definitely getting bought out there's no way he's staying (laughs) you know patrick beverly he's pat bro he goes to the playoffs every year he's not staying in orlando <laughs> he, he's the best defender in the league. No, I'm just playing. How are y'all? How are y'all feeling about the uh, the Clippers trades? The Clippers were busy today. <laughs> I don't think Clippers it moved the needle that much, though. Um, I, I really don't think the Bones Highland trade. I like Bones, but it does not move the needle. Like they got a lot of guys who fill the same role. So now I like Eric Gordon. I like all these people, but they all need the ball. They all need the ball to do anything. And then they still got Covington and Norman Powell. So they got a lot of good pieces. The only thing I'll say is because you have Tyron Lue, he can be a key to figuring all these pieces out. But I don't really think they got that much better, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know how much better they got. Um, but they're clearly some, they thought something wasn't working and they needed to hit a re- little mini reset. Um you know, I like Luke Kennard. I think he went to Memphis, right? So I think that was a good pickup for them. He's uh, struggling this year a little bit, though. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes change of scenery. Who knows? Uh, but um, good pickup for them. Um, the Celtics got Mike Muscala. I thought that was a nice, solid pickup. It's not going to be... Uh, it didn't make a big splash. He's not going to, you know, come in and change the Celtics. But he's another person who knows how to play basketball off the bench who's big who can shoot that's all you really need on a good team so i like the pickup and Mm -hmm. uh i think i think now it's like shifting our focus towards uh the buyout market to see uh who ends up where who gets bought out and who ends up where oh but those people aren't important so anyway uh (laughs) how do you feel about john wall back to uh He's not staying. He's getting bought out. That's just hilarious. He's not staying. 
I like the I like the Josh Hart to the Knicks. I thought that was a good pickup for them. Um, I like Jay Crowder to the Bucks. Um, I just want to say somehow Portland got worse, and somehow uh, the Houston Rockets got worse. And I don't even know how that's possible. But somehow the, the Rockets were like perfect. Yeah, they, I I don't even know how that's possible. But they got even worse. So, uh, but there's a couple teams that really did get better. I kind of like what the Hawks did too. Getting um getting Bay from Detroit, uh they've been trying to find a three. The Warriors, no. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and uh, hey, wait, wait, can we say Warriors. this? Yeah, he, Jeff has a Warriors jersey on right now. Nigel, Nigel, Nigel. Oh, so sorry, Nigel has a, a Warriors jersey <laughs> on right now, and I don't know if it's because he's just so excited that Gary Payton's coming back. But yes, sir. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't get that much better. Young glove, no, I'm playing. I um, I don't know. I just threw it on, uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I think we got Gary. I don't think that was the return that we that we should have got on Wiseman at all. Um, but it's where we at. We we save we're saving money, and so I'm with the vision. Do you think I it's mean, like a, a locker room thing? It could be, and it, and also, I mean, we we needed defenders. I thought we were gonna go for a defender, but I thought we were gonna go for some size and mm. not GP. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, hey, it's what it's how we went. I'm not mad at Gary coming back to the Warriors. Uh, I'm a big Gary fan, as most Warriors fans are, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't think that it it changes that much for right now. I think it changes a lot for like the hopes that we had for our future. Um, I would have been excited about OG. Uh, I I think would have been cool. I, people are saying that we didn't get OG because they wanted Jonathan Kaminga and uh and picks. And I told one of my friends, I was like, if it was up to me, I'm not gonna lie, Kaminga might be uh on Zillow right now looking up spots in Toronto. But you know, um There's just I, no I way like, I do like JK though. But I see I saw like multiple sort like multiple sources are saying like that this is what he wanted, this there's, is what he wanted. There's absolutely so. no way that that's what the Raptors wanted, and there's no way that the Warriors weren't <laughs> like, Okay, uh how do we get him there uh in fifteen minutes? There's yeah. just no way because OG Ananobi would take them to like a different level. And yeah. um now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right now. Because yeah. He'd make have an immediate impact on that team. And then we're investing in, in JK for like years down the line or whatever, because it's like in two years, Jonathan Kamiga is gonna be the guy. But in two years, you know, what how old is Steph gonna be? Like yeah. in two years, how old is Dre gonna be? How old is Clay gonna be? The um, the old classic saying: Kaminga's two yeah. years away from being two years away. Yeah, exactly. A hundred, a hundred thousand percent. Real quick though, do you think the Warriors are gonna regret trading Wiseman one day? Do you think? Do you still think he can be who we thought he was gonna be, or who he's supposed to be? I think. Be? I think if he is, then then good for him. Honestly, uh, but I, we've invested a lot in Wiseman. We've had him like on the bench forever. We've had him in our G League team like forever. We've, you know, he, he almost came back and then he had the back, uh, the back injury, like, and then he went back to the G League and then he was training with Clay. And then it, it's just, it's been a lot. I feel like we took a lot of time on Wiseman and I think we didn't have to take as much time on Wiseman as we did. And I think we did him like a, a, uh, a service and keeping him for as long as we kept him. Like, I, I don't think that we did Wiseman shady. I, and if he turns into that guy, then I'd, I'd be happy for him. But I will say Gary Payton. 
Gary Payton Jr. brought out or helps us to see why you should not take less money uh, because the Warriors did want to re-sign him, but they were going to give him less money last year. So now he gets the contract he wanted from the mm-hmm. Blazers, and he gets to go right back to where he right. wanted. His value was yeah. there. So it's you know that's why you probably should not take less money from a lot of these teams, but unless you feel like you know you've made your money and you're just trying to win like a lot of vets, but good lesson. Who could have known it would? He he definitely didn't bank on it working out that way. But oh no! Nah, but nah. It, <laughs> hey, but, but it's it a quick flight, out. brother. That's a quick flight. Yeah. So yeah. he did pretty good. And he then did. didn't you say that the Warriors ended up saving money too? No, well, yeah, they did at first until they got um right right. No, 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 no. We're saving um I think seven you know, million. I'll the, right? I'll get the exact number. Yeah, we're we're saving seven million uh in luxury tax this year, and then uh thirty million in uh. 2023 to 2024. Mm. So, hmm. Yeah. That's uh, saving, everyone wins. A good amount of money. Everyone yeah. wins. You get your boy back. He gets his but money. Here's you the save thing. Though, money. They're not going to be able to, they may not be able to make any big trades, I feel like, in the future. I feel like trading yeah. that Wiseman away and his contract takes away you guys getting any big, uh, you know, draft, you know, I mean, uh, trades. You know, I'm not against running it back with the same team that won it, that won it last year. If, I don't think you have if, a choice. If that's what it is, I'm just saying. Juan Toscano. Is Is that Juan Toscano's music? (laughs) (laughs) All all love, all love. There you go. You know, I, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not about to be all here speaking bad about, about JTA. Festus Azili. Let's get it. Okay. Yeah. I'll speak bad about Festus (laughs) Azili. He said, hey, Jeff, he said he wants Zaza back. Oh, man. Oh man, the oh, flagrant man. man himself. Somebody gotta take Kawhi out. They said they bring his eyes out back. That's how I <laughs> oh, want da- David Lee back. Oh man. <laughs> Matt Barnes, you, you want a 10 day? Everybody. Oregon, Matt Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, oh, man. But no, nah, I mean I don't, I don't think it was horrible, but I, I was I was hoping on on OG though for sure. No. Yeah, I was watching it. Yeah, I was watching it with with Brandy, and I was like, "We still got time." She was like, "I don't know the deadline's over. The clock says zero. But I was like, "Yeah, yeah, but but trades are still gonna be coming," and, <laughs> and it didn't work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stand, sitting by the TV like any any moment now. Yeah, any any moment now. Announce it. <laughs> I was really hoping the Lakers would get bogey. I felt like that would have really put them in the mix. I and... just love how like uh, Twitter accounts just tweet that like breaking, developing. Uh, there's talks about the, the bogey going to the, the Lakers. I'm like, uh, who who you who that would have been that would have been wild. That would have been, been the piece. Wild. I just if don't know. Knicks, again, if I just the don't Knicks know got how, Levine, oh go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I just don't know how they would have made that happen without really because I think the Pistons held on to him because they knew how bad other teams wanted him and they were hoping someone would overpay. Um, but I think they actually really like him because uh, the Celtics played the Pistons the other day, and they're like, actually, we really like him, and we kind of, kind of want him to be around. So I think if a team was willing to overpay, they absolutely would have traded him. But I don't think the I think the Lakers kind of like their team, and I don't think they would want to, you know, let anyone else go. If anything, they'd want him to come in and join what they have, which obviously isn't possible. Mm. I'm. Uh, they said they're reporting right now. <laughs> so uh, Patrick Beverly will he's gonna he's probably gonna get bought out and he wanted to go to Minnesota and they've already came out and said they will not pursue a reunion. <laughs> <laughs> uh poor Pat man, poor Pat. 
Poor Pat. Oh, there, there was also some talk about Zach Levine to the Knicks. Um, I don't know how how true it was, how like uh, advanced the talks were with it happening. Um, I know Knicks fans were excited about it. I'm not. Some Knicks fans were. Some Knicks fans weren't. I just don't think. I'm not the biggest Zach Levine guy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what, how you guys felt about that trade or if it moved you or anything like that. Would have been good for Twitter. Yeah. 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 No, Bleacher Report would have had a nice, nice uh, big four picture. RJ, Brunson, Randall, Levine, the big uh, apple. You know, they would have had it set to go. Like, yeah. It would have been nice just because Katie and Kyrie have gone to the West. The East is now a lot. I don't. I don't know how to put it. It's not as not as many stars. Let's go with that. It's not as many stars. I think that's a big reason why Toronto didn't trade. I think it's a big reason why Chicago didn't trade. I think secretly they're all thinking the same thing. With, with those guys out, maybe we can at least make a playoff push, or let's just wait to the summertime and see what we can get for the same players. So I think that a lot of teams are waiting on that. But Levine, I do believe, will be traded in the summertime. It's going to be interesting interesting to see where him and DeRozan end up because I do not think they will be on the Bulls next year. I, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think, yeah, we talked about this before. The Bulls need to mm. blow it up at this they point. They do. They gave it a shot. It didn't work. I mean, just oh, move well. on. All right. With all that being said, this is another episode of Bias Aside. We... uh. We had to hit y'all with this little special edition. I hope y'all like it. Um, mm-hmm. Let us know what y'all are feeling about all these trades. Uh, let us know what y'all are thinking. Um, and if y'all want to send in some audios about these trades for next week, we're still welcoming them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to just talk about stuff that happens next week. A lot happened this week. And so we want to hear how y'all feel. Anything that's on your mind. Anything. Anything that's on your mind, on your heart, let us know and hop on the show. Um, ooh, I'm not know how Hey, okay, 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 okay. It's the jersey, it's the jersey. <laughs> no, it's not the jersey. It's right, not y'all. the jersey. It's the hat. It's the hat. <laughs> like, share, subscribe, send it around to Nick. all of your friends. It's how we grow the podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening. JD, you got one more thing? Yeah, next year we're doing the live trade show. It's gonna we're gonna be live. Mm, I, yeah. like I like live it. There we go. I like it. There we go. I like it. But all right. All right, all right y'all. See Peace. you next week.